welcome to a new episode of Culture Hang with me, Hannah. And me, Holly. Where we talk about popular culture from the world, anytime, any place. Anywhere. Anything we care about, really. Yeah. And hopefully you care about it too. Well, you wouldn't have clicked on this lovely little audio. I'm really sorry if we've disappointed. (laughs) Uh, We have many an episode to choose from. We have many a social media. All should be linked down in the Mm -hmm. description. I don't know why I say down. I don't know where the description is. It's not always down. (laughs) But just click if there's more information you want. We also have a Patreon that should be linked. Is it linked there? It is linked there. If not... We're just culture hang. Yeah. Uh, And what do we have on the Patreon? We have two bonus episodes per month. We have Bad Book Club, if you want to spend a little bit more money where we read free, trash, fantastic literature. Mm-hmm. A book per month you can read along because they're always free. Yeah. And we also do Celebrity Corner, and it's very pertinent to today's episode, a previous episode we've done there, um, where we previously talked about Florence Pugh, Rihanna, Shay Mitchell, Leah Michelle. Um, I can't think of anyone else that we're doing, but it with feels lots like of those people. four are iconic enough on their own, <laughs> and kind of shows the wide variety. It's like word association. I, I know. Was like, everyone, who's got Shay Michelle, <laughs> Shay Mitchell, even Leah Michelle. Leah Michelle. This there is an issue we have all the time. <laughs> Listen to the podcast, you'll find out more. Um, yeah, that's all there. Should all be linked in the description, mm. wherever that may be, and you can find any more information you want there. Um, welcome back if you've listened before. Welcome, welcome. If you are new, welcome to this podcast. Welcome, um, welcome. All welcomes, really. Um, but we like to start with some popular culture from the week before we get into the big topic of the day, which you will know because you've read the title. Um, so I guess like some of the pop culture stuff you might be expecting will just be in the main yes. body yeah. of the. I'm not writing an essay. Yeah, I know. Why am I doing it in terms of an essay? <laughs> Anyway, shoot. Like, I kind of know what you're gonna say. Do you know what I'm gonna begin with, though? I hope it. Like, I hope it's not what I think. Timmy Tim wore a backless Thank you. top. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Timmy Tim wore a backless top to the Venice Film Festival, um, which is also sorry relevant to today's topic. And I don't know if you've really thought about this, but I'll tell you later. Okay. But everyone, remember I've mentioned that now. <laughs> We will be very much in Venice. Not the, the backless, <laughs> not the backless outfit. Just Featuring. Timothy Chalamet as a person. Yeah, and then he also famously says that uh, society. We're on the verge of societal he said collapse. Societal collapse is in the air, I believe. <laughs> and I do. I rank this higher than Harry Styles saying he likes "Don't Worry, Darling" as a film because it feels like a movie that feels like a movie or whatever i think i prefer what timothy chalamet's saying because it has that timothy chalamet je ne sais quoi indeed of just being uncomfortable in his seat being a little excitable boy a little smirky smirk because he's yeah. saying it being like oh societal oh. collapses in the air like why he's about to lead a revolution <laughs> like he's katniss he's everdeen banging the drums like he comes in in that jumpsuit girl on fire vibes are I, you looking for your marking jay yeah like <laughs> pump the pin on him i'll support it ooh, harry styles ooh, <laughs> at what point like <gasps> because what? i saw a, i saw a connection another hunger what? games tell the, me the top that harry styles was wearing because oh i know what color. you i know what you're gonna say this girl on tiktok was <laughs> like is it me or is it giving peter malark when he's been stolen by the capital it, it is it truly is <laughs> it's the collar i love harry styles i just wonder and this is this is gonna come in a lot today yeah at what point like 
do we recognize that he shouldn't be given all responsibility for all things like <laughs> the boy like when do, when You're was John just a man. <laughs> but literally i know when was he on x factor like how old like 15 16, 16 yeah. right so We've said this before about mm. a lot of these people. They don't finish a lot of traditional education. Stunted Not that you growth. need it, but sometimes... Yeah, it ends in some people having stunted growth because they don't get a typical life education either. No. So, no. you know, what do you expect him to say at some point? Because you've just thrown in him in a film. <laughs> like, he's not done... Did he finish his GCSE English? Not that you need to, but like, what are you expecting him to say when he gets mm. there? He's not had to analyze like of mice and men. Maybe he doesn't. Not a high school education that boy has. I don't. I do not believe that he does. <laughs> I mean, maybe, maybe. I'm whatever, not. I'm not questioning feel, his intelligence. No, exactly, I'm just yeah. saying, like, is he as profound as we all think? He clearly has a lot of talent. Yeah, and he. he affects people in a massive way and yeah. i really respect that Probably and i think he has more talent than i'll ever have well but don't sell yourself thank short. you but like in terms of what he does like could i go on stage and like captivate an audience it's yet to be tested well we'll see <laughs> Never <seen> but <laughs> well could i turn up in the outfits he wears and rock them no i'd look uncomfortable i'd look like a grown bear be- like a little cuddly toy bear <laughs> from do you ever watch those bear movies i don't know what they were called they were just bear like movies? they were like toy teddy bears but they were like moving ted <laughs> it was ted did anyone watch that i would look like ted um but i just it seems like what i would expect he would say yeah and it seems i would also expect timothy chalamet to say that he feels that societal collapse is in the air because for me timothy chalamet is kind of just harry styles but new york edition yeah new york socialite edition um because the other thing we haven't skipped over it queen died and (laughs) the weirdest things i've found yeah are the ways that all these different brands oh yeah are reporting it yeah yeah. we go to a pure gym and they are not playing any music or running any adverts and we've not had this confirmed that this is intentional but it feels two days on the trot but also it's so (laughs) random because so pure gem is just the brand of our gym for anyone that's unfamiliar with that um so they usually have all these things playing like Mm. music videos playing just like a normal gym on repeat all the time 24 hours of a day yeah so they i got there this morning nothing playing that same happened when holly went yesterday nothing playing but then it was weird because i did a class and everyone the rooms aren't really separated so everyone can hear the music (laughs) from the class so why don't they just play music anyway because instead of just having music playing they're now listening to like the house beats (laughs) of the class that's going on in the distance (laughs) in like morning of you know (laughs) It's just Queen so Elizabeth. Weird. Like that's not a way to show respect. I think. I trust, and this, this is, is what I said to you. <laughs> like, has right. No matter like how you feel on the matter, but I feel like everyone has forgotten. Like what she was kind of famous for doing, what other than being queen, was just nonstop work. You know, forever didn't stop before her death. Yeah, she's on her feet. She's doing her job. She wouldn't have stopped. No. She's probably, wherever she is now, she's still doing the work. She did like her long holidays though, didn't she? Yeah, I know. I'll give her that. <laughs> but she wouldn't have taken like her day off in regards of this. No, 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 no. Because she'd no, have no. stuff to do. Yeah, there's always more people to meet. 
Yeah. So uh, well, you know, I mean, yeah. it's her own funeral, so she can't plan it. But she would have had. She would have been doing that. She probably did plan bits. Yeah, of I it. feel like she definitely did. Yeah, but the other one I wanted to uh, shout out was Greg's. Um, I was in Greg's earlier today, and they had a, a one black screen. Our condolences are with the royal family at this time. <laughs> Greg's so random like who's doing it and like the way they're choosing to mourn how long do we mourn like how long do the corporations mourn I want to know who will um, take the opposite approach and be like right come on guys (laughs) let's get on with it now I'm trying to think of who it would be and I don't know why it like popped into my head but for some reason like Wagamamas no I was thinking Bookies (laughs) I don't know why (laughs) Although she loved a horse, so... Oh, they're all going to be called Liz, aren't they? Forever yeah. all the horses now. But anyway, yeah, we didn't, we're not missing over it. We're not making light of it. It's just we're going to have to deal with this now for way too long, in my opinion. Uh, we have well, talked yeah. about the royal family on this thing before in that we don't care. No, I don't. <laughs> Genuinely. The thing is, I don't care. Like, I, I understand all the points of view, except, like, people who are like, oh, this is the end of my world, but... The yeah. people that are travelling... Long distances. Yeah, I don't get that. To stand outside an empty palace. No, and I don't get that. Chuck a flower at no. a thing and get shot at by a policeman. That hasn't happened. But. No, but the the well, vibe yeah. is there. <laughs> I just don't. That I just don't get. Other than that, like I understand people's anger towards like all of the outward mourning, mm-hmm. and then I also understand people are like, oh, it is a bit sad, isn't it? Yeah. But I think most normal people got over that after like the first day, because at the end well, of the day, we don't know her. Like, I don't know Exactly. Her. There's only so much, like... Talk about parasocial relationships. Yeah, literally the main one. Like, su- <laughs> surprise, surprise, like, I have some empathy when people die. Yeah. But I don't know her. No. It's, yeah. We've had her face everywhere. Is this, like... Do you get arrested for this? We haven't said anything. <laughs> <laughs> at what point... For treason. At what point is it treason? I think if you're inciting anarchy okay i'm not doing I'm that if timothy chalamet can sit there on a panel and be do you like think he was responsible in some way i mean it was the day before wasn't it yeah do you think she was just so invested in the don't worry darling drama that it just <laughs> it's all too much it him. was too much like it was a step <laughs> once she saw harry styles potentially spit on chris pine that was, <laughs> that was it. it she was like not my two <laughs> faves fighting <laughs> can't be having it no after she saw the princess diaries 2 She's oh. been a Chris Pine stan ever since. <laughs> she loves a bit of watermelon sugar. Or did love. Rest in peace. Anyway. <laughs> but the one thing I wanted to end on, which is what I think you thought I was going to begin with. No, I thought you were going to straight up go, the queen has died. Oh, uh, right, right, right. Yeah. Like I was the, snort, the yeah. news source. Do you know um, how I found out just before we move on? How'd you find out? Got on a train. Uh, you were aware I was on a train. And... There was a collective group of drunk men, which is always my worst nightmare on a Fun train. Fun times. And they're being rowdy, but as they're being rowdy, they're just playing the national anthem on repeat. And Are I thought, joking? that's suspicious. Um, the national and then I, anthem? Yeah. And then one of them just kind of dropped it at some point. And I thought, this is very weird for you. What you? What is the mindset? It very much was, Is this their pre's? Like, are they pre-drinking to the national anthem out of respect? <laughs> I... Hope so. I hope so. Also, like, not that it's I'm British often... culture in a nutshell. <laughs> it truly <laughs> is. But I'm not often singing the national anthem. But do we have like one of the only national anthems that changes? Because like now we're gonna have to say "God Save the King." Uh, I just don't it. think I can. No. 
And it doesn't have the same ring. God save our gracious king. I don't like it. It's not right. It's not. Can we just not do it? I think keep queen. Yeah. It's been 70 years. Slay queen. Slay queen. God save the slave queen. Anyway, what were you um, going to say that you thought I thought you would say? I fell for the fake news oh. on Twitter that Trisha Paytas went into labour at the same time the queen was dying in the minutes after. Yeah. And because of that, she called her baby Elizabeth. Now I was fully tell I was telling people this out loud because I was thought I was like, of course she would, of course she would. It's the kind of thing Trisha Paytas would exactly do. It's a lie. Somebody made it up. Yep. And now I feel a bit weird about it because she had to come on and be like, still pregnant. I know, but also I don't stay know excited saw... for me next week. I'm like, no, oh. but did you see the video? Because it was actually quite sad. No. She did a video and she was like, oh, it was really weird because I had like loads of family members calling me up and I had oh to like, st- like to be like, oh, you know, have you had the baby? And she had to be like, no, I haven't had it yet. And she was like, it was just a little bit of extra stress on me with well, all that. Yeah. And she was like, personally, she. I mean, I guess she went a bit far with some of it, but she was like, I don't find it that funny to like be making jokes about someone's death. And I also don't love that that was like related to my unborn child. Yeah, which is fair. And then she was also saying like, and I get this, she was like, but also I feel like I know what she'll do as soon as this child is born is probably put it on her channel. But if she doesn't do that, I do feel bad for this. She was like, can you just maybe leave my child out of it? I know that like you can feel how you feel about me essentially, Mm. but my child is unborn. Like it doesn't really deserve any like hate immediately, which I kind of get. Yeah. And it was because it was a running joke that kind of reoccurred. Yeah. Because it was ages ago being like, don't kill yourself now because... Because you'll end up being reincarnated. And I get it. Like, you know, it's all all fun and games. But I did feel a bit bad when I heard that. And I was like... I mean, at the end of the day, she's pregnant. Uh, As long as she... Like, as long as she can look after that child. Yeah. Yeah, And take good care of it. Mm -hmm. I don't really care. I don't think any child really deserves any hate. I don't think they should also be put on the internet, really. But... No. We'll see what happens with that. For all we know, she's going to be the best mum ever. Yeah. It just remains to be seen. (laughs) But I found that quite sad in retrospect. Is that? Imagine having to get online. And I've got very little sympathy for Trisha Paytas in any walks of life. I was so surprised. I I don't like listening to her. I don't like looking at her face. Like, she just really annoys me. She takes place in my brain. you don't like looking at her face because you get annoyed? (laughs) Because of who she is as a person. Because of who she is. I think it's the same thing when I see Boris Johnson walk on the telly or... Just blondes in general. Yeah, Donald Trump. I have the same... don't like them. It's like, as soon as they open their mouth, I'm like, I'm not going to listen to you now because you just really annoy me. But it doesn't mean that she deserves to to have to come on to be like, right, guys, I'm not... I'm still pregnant. This is actually kind of mean. Can you stop yeah, saying exactly. this Yeah, exactly. There's certain things that <laughs> always feel a bit too far. Personally, yeah. I don't think the joke was that, like, too far, you know? But I think when I you're basically it. convincing people that someone's <laughs> yeah. given birth, like, that gets a bit dangerous. Also very stressful before you give birth. So, or as much as I can assume it would be. You don't need any extra. I know. Yeah. Guys, hasn't she been pregnant for, like, Forever. a year? I swear. Um, I remember the day that it was announced because I called Holly <laughs> with immediate shock. I'm like, she's pregnant. Anyway, um, so today's topic, and now we've got through all of that, yeah. um, is Don't Worry Darling. DWD. DWD. And 
well, the first thing I want to address is, have you seen... So there's so many YouTube videos that have come out about this uh, because obviously they're doing the same thing that we're doing and commenting on something that's, uh-huh. you know, trending at the minute. So that, but also we are interested in it. <laughs> yeah. um, and so are they, I assume. But the amount of titles, or at least, you know, it's on the thumbnail where it's like, I'm worried, darling. And it's, yes. it's funny, but like oh you can't God. all have that joke. <laughs> like it's funny, but at what stop? I've and seen it on like five different YouTubers. And there's channels. so many like variations yeah. of being like, um, I need to say something, darling. It's, like, it's yeah, just like everything, yeah, it's darling. All darling. And I just want to say, this title will not be any jokes or puns to do with "Don't Worry, Darling." I've decided now, um, and I'm in charge of the title this week. So <laughs> sorry, Holly, I'm not doing it. I just want to throw it, throw it right, right back. We have to to the day that Miss Miss Flo, oh. as she was lovingly titled by Olivia Wilde, and the most patronizing way <laughs> miss flo florence Pugh, was cast in a small film called don't worry darling now supposedly and i have a vague memory of this beforehand it was meant to be dakota johnson oh, i don't remember that i have a vague memory of this wow now just think about the impact if she had kept that role oh different timeline because the drama would have been more outspoken also dakota johnson and shia LaBeouf. They've worked together before. On what? Th- no, she supported him, I swear. Uh, Do you know when she... Okay, oh. I feel like everyone was quick to forget this. When she did that whole thing where she was like, oh, cancel culture sucks. Yes, I do remember yeah, this part. Yeah, right. I, and she defended people. Well, mm. I think she's... I don't know if she defended Shia LaBeouf. I'm not going to say that. I don't mean she did. But she had worked with him, like, relatively recent. <laughs> Which, obviously, you know. What a strange... Strange. Anyway, um, but at this time, and I think this is a relevant thing to remember throughout, because it made me truly think Florence Pugh is actually very vocal on Instagram, Mm -hmm. if you think about it. Yeah. So at this time, she says, At Olivia Wilde is my idol and allowed me to be a a part of this fecking incredible cast. Did she say fecking? She did. And it's just a real pet peeve of mine when people who are not Irish say fecking. Posh English. Oh, I don't like it. Um, <laughs> fecking incredible cast. Don't do it, darling. Don't do it, darling. Don't do it, darling. Maybe it'll be that. Shia, Chris, and then, yeah, anyway, that was the thing. And that made me think, because it starts with Olivia Wilde being her idol. Mm-hmm. So we think back to things we've spoken about with Florence recently. Um, when people would comment on her and Zach Braff's age gap yeah what did she do she would openly go on instagram yeah and, and talk about in her interviews and talk about the effects and having like telling people to back off and yeah. everything like she was very like you said she what was very happened vocal. when everyone was all the rumors were going around that she was dating will poulter got on the gram again what happened when everyone was commenting on the pink dress she wore where you could see her boobs on the ground she's vocal right yeah yeah yeah. so is it suspicious that she's said absolutely nothing because Mm. if these were all rumors like the will poulter thing if that's how you say his name if these were all rumors i know she'd be the first to go up and say guys like this is sexist why doesn't she shut it down because it's it's true that's what makes me like (laughs) and i have quite complex feelings on it but i just suddenly was thinking about that and i was like how does she start with olivia wilde is my idol Mm. and how do we get to a place that she won't deny anything like something must have happened that's not me saying she should have denied anything i'm just saying for me it feels like quite strong evidence that it's out of character something went down on this cast like and to the point she doesn't want to 
say anything. No. So let's begin. She's cast. <laughs> Shia LaBeouf is cast, you may have heard. <sighs> Chris Pine, we love. Um, yeah. And Olivia Wilde, they're all set to be in the cast too. Yeah. Olivia Wilde also directing. Which I found weird that we haven't really focused on in this whole drama that she's she's cast herself. How do you feel about when people do that? I know people have quite complex views on this. Mm, I just think I don't it's know if just... I have it in me to care. I don't always care. But sometimes I really care. But sometimes care. I'm like, but why are you in this? Are you just in it for your face? Like, why Why have you also cast yourself in this role? I think there's a way to do it, because I know that Taika Waititi does it, and he does it quite well in that he references and goes, yeah, I will cast myself. Yeah. Fair enough. Admit it. If you're going to admit yeah. you've cast yourself, don't care. Because most of us probably would. Yeah. If you had a good... If yeah. you would written something... Oh my god. There was a re- She's not written it. You're directing something. There's a yeah. really good role. You're like, that's got me all over it. Yeah. Probably cast yourself. But it yeah. is a bit dodgy. Who's going to stop you? It's a bit dodgy. But <laughs> at this point, I've got no qualms. But I think what my qualms is with her casting herself in this... Yeah. Is that it's quite a big role. <laughs> Is it? I don't, what is yeah. she doing in it? I read the Vanity Fair article that came out on Same. the set. Yeah, yeah, the other day. Two days ago. And it was saying that she, it was just kind of like giving a blurb overview of the character she plays. And like, she's the one that goes mad in it. Like, she's the, the housewife that makes Florence Pugh character realise that something dodgy is going on. Like, that's quite a big role. And I feel weird that, once again, she's got quite talented actors in this very talented actors and the actors. focus in all the trailers is never really on them it's on like oh sexuality harry yeah. styles here's some florence Pugh. but i feel and we've mentioned this before why did it take us so long to know that Gemma chan was in the film who's very talented why did it take people like chris pine's one of the people that's addressed as being one of the main characters mm. why did no one know he was in it no like that's weird right who knew nick kroll was going to be in it <laughs> who knew that not me. No, I didn't. Know. Until I he turned up on the carpet. <laughs> yeah, like it's weird. Yeah. So I think that is. I didn't know that the extent of that, but it's weird to like put yourself as one of the main characters and also not put any focus on mm. any of the incredibly talented actors that are actually in it. It's yeah. a bit weird to me. Um, but at this point, no major issues. Um, uh, yeah, I can't really find anything at this point. They're just kind of getting on with... Well, actually, they're not, because it's during coronavirus, so they don't do anything. So it was... I didn't realise it was so, like, early days that Shia LaBeouf was cast. Yeah. As Jack. So it's April 2020. Um, so he's cast in April. In September, Shia LaBeouf exited the film, saying that it was scheduling conflicts. And that's when Harry Styles was cast instead. Yeah. A few months after his publicised departure from the film... FK Twigs filed the lawsuit against him for sexual battery. Um, so that's quite severe. Oh yeah, and you can like uh, I don't think it's worth us going into it, but it's for she accused him of relentless physical, mental, and emotional abuse during their nine month relationship. And you can mm. go and if you want to, maybe maybe we'll link an article, but you can look into that a bit more. But it's just like horrifying news. Like it's very. It's uncomfortable, yeah. as these things always are when you read them, but it, it I don't know. I, can, I don't know how he's still going. He has denied it. Um, but there's going to be a trial in 2023. There is, because that, you know, they allowed that. And he said, one of the things, and I think this immediately throws people off a bit, and I'm not saying it's not true, but just take this in. So in his 
when he's denying it, he says, I have been abused. I have been abusive to myself and everyone around me for years. I have a history of hurting people closest to me. I'm ashamed of that history and I'm sorry to those who have hurt. So he kind of like addresses some of it. But also just a quick note that this week um, he went on a podcast. I don't know if you know this, but he had a film called Honey Boy Mm. that he wrote where he um, depicted his dad as abusive in it. Uh, And then on the podcast this week, he said that he made that up. Mm. So I'm not like... I'm just, I'm not saying anything. I'm just saying it kind of throws into question whether Shia LaBeouf's the most trustworthy person in the world. Oh, absolutely. And I think as well, somebody was putting it in terms of what happened to Amber Heard. Yeah. And the amount of speculation and conspiracy mm. theories were like, she's lying. Oh, yeah. Obviously, she's lying. She's cr- She's making it up, blah, 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 blah. This man yeah. is about to go like has an actual court date yep. for sexual battery and mm-hmm. a whole list of terrible terrible things he's done to someone else and now has just publicly said oh yeah you think that that really moving powerful film i made it all up i'm i made up all those abusive things there's been no it's just it's just been put out there yeah so i also want to put that out there cuz now i think i've just seen a lot of people really kind of siding with Shia LaBeouf in this whole thing because he's coming out with all this information against Olivia Wilde. Yeah. And I would just like, remember, it's still Shia LaBeouf that's saying Mm -hmm. all this stuff. And and we'll get into it, but just because she doesn't seem like the best person in this instance, doesn't mean that some of what she said isn't truthful. Like, we don't really know the timeline, but we'll go through the timeline. We do know. So, all this is happening, but also at the same time, um, Olivia Wilde and Jason Sudeikis break up after nine years of being engaged and having mm. two children. Yeah. Um, Jason Sudeikis does confirm that it happened during this month, mm. but Olivia Wilde says at some point, I think it's during the um, Vanity Fair article, she says that it had been like a long time coming and it had started yeah. at the beginning of the pandemic, which... Is probably, I mean, you don't just really end a nine year relationship. No, no, no. no. You know, it probably, yeah, it probably was ending for a while. Yeah. But then there's some speculation about the relationship with Harry Styles, which we'll get into. But I do want to also note that at this time, when Harry Styles is cast, Olivia Wilde tells Vogue that they're excited that he was cast and not because of his like great acting ability or anything like that. Because his fashion sense matched the movie's heightened and opulent sense, uh, style. Do you think that's such a stupid reason to cast someone? Yeah. Because he had, like, you can change someone's style, <laughs> but you can't change someone's acting ability is what I'm saying. I'm not saying that he's just the worst actor ever, but I'm saying that, like... Surely that should be what you're Yeah, that's the main focus, for. right? I like, think so. <laughs> do you think um, Florence Pugh was cast because of her style because that pink dress no she was probably cast because of the um oscar nom you know (laughs) a bit questionable there already Uh, i just think that's the stupidest reason to say you're excited for someone to be in the cast ever especially when they're your boyfriend like i think i don't know a lot of the stuff she's been saying is like well it's sexist no 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 part some of it will be oh some of it i agree but there's genuine criticism yeah. That I don't think she's taken on board about any of it. That oh. it's, the timelines are suspicious. And yes, they're adults. They're all making decisions on their own. Fine, whatever. But I, it's so... You, you didn't wait. 
you didn't wait for any of this stuff you cast this man in and now i know he's your boyfriend now but in this vanity fair article she's talking about like how he was asking her about the um the music that they put into like for the scene changes and everything and she's like he's just so incredible because um he told and he i told him like some vague words and then he came back to me and like that was the music this man's gonna be scoring films just for fun and we're like so why didn't you get him to score the why did you cast him i know it just like i do feel like there's legitimate criticism there i think like it's also worth mentioning that like just to show both sides I do feel like there is a lot of instances of male directors oh, they do it dating all the time. that. Yeah, literally. And it really reminds me of when I don't remember this man's name and I don't think it's worth remembering, but the man that directed Snow White and the Huntsman oh had my God, an affair yeah. with, you know, cheated on his long term wife yeah. with Kristen Stewart. Mm. Kristen Stewart was fired from the second film when they found out. Yeah. He was allowed to still go on and direct the film. Yeah. And no one really had an issue with it. But mm. she, like, was basically, you know, viewed very badly for a long time for oh, ruining yeah. this marriage, cheating on Robert Pattinson and all of this yeah. stuff. Which I, I don't condone cheating. But what I'm saying is that it's very common behavior for a lot of directors. Yeah. Male directors specifically to openly do and face mm. no consequences yeah. of it. And yeah, it's so yeah. interesting that last week we were literally talking about Woody Allen. I know. Who was literally <laughs> married his adopted, like, or adopted stepdaughter. Yeah. He didn't adopt her, but whatever. It was his stepdaughter yeah. who he knew from from being a child mm. and still is allowed to create and doesn't face half this yeah. backlash that is where i understand yeah. that is where she is fully valid to come out and say yeah it is sexist but there is a valid criticism criticism as well that needs to be outlined mm-hmm. and i think it's very valid for people to say no matter what like you shouldn't re- like no matter what gender you are you shouldn't really date the people who are working for you there's power imbalances yeah and it's just like nepotism and it's not really nepotism but it is kind of nepotism because like obviously you want to be doing projects with the people that you love i understand that Mm. impulse that's not beyond what i can imagine happening but (laughs) casting them in a high paid role making a massive deal about how much money they're making because they're a i don't know they're a big name they're a big box office name you must, she must have fantasied him when she was casting him and not been like oh I'm so blown away by his talent because she she's dating him now like it's just a different realm I don't understand yeah. how you can't just be like well yeah of course I I wanted so, them to be part of this because like look I'm with this person now <laughs> so it's quite funny because in like at the time when it's starting to come out that they're dating um it's a source that's like telling People magazine about it. So it's page six and fucking people yeah. are just on this. But P- the, this source says um, that it was a close friendship and it quickly turned romantic. But uh, how close of a friendship could it have been if they'd mm. only known each other two months? I'm sorry, but like you barely. <laughs> sp- also, during a pandemic, how often are you seeing exactly. each other? Exactly. Um, but then they say everyone saw it coming during breaks. He hasn't been able to stay away and visited her trailer. And reportedly, he'd been seen standing outside of her trailer and then like chatting to her during the shoot so they do make it seem like it's him like mm. always there like yeah. <laughs> it just seems a bit weird that he's just like waiting Olivia, Olivia. Like, I wonder if he was just like kind of in awe of her and being yeah. like oh my god a woman in power girl boss girl boss I love a girl boss she's like, so girl bossy the things she says oh, oh I know I just and oh. you do find that she's very much of the wave of feminism that's like um 
feminism is only about sex and it's just about women having sex and i i don't personally love it in the way she talks about <laughs> it and i think like we'll get into it but what florence Pugh says back is like much more nuanced and a yeah. better view of feminism of essentially like well kind of reducing me to my sex mm-hmm. life is no better than yeah is it really better than a bunch of men looking at her boobs in a dress and going oh i don't want to see that yeah like you know exactly. being if so it's either that or throw her on camera like mm. oh we'll just focus on hers and harry's like we'll just kind of objectify them together because he's like this object of lust for all these teenage yeah. girls that's weird right the direct like i think if he was say in the role potentially chris pines in i've not seen it i don't really know what chris Mm. but i'm assuming he's another husband in this village or whatever he's the like cult leader oh maybe not chris pine then nick kroll they're not gonna put nick kroll in a sexy role are they not really and they should (laughs) swap those two around and we'd have no issues in this film anyway (laughs) distracted again if he he was in like a li- not a little side role, but yeah. if he wasn't in the main love interest mm. leading man role, yeah, that was you're directing your boyfriend to have sex with your lead actor. In like I know they'll be intimate. I just like I don't. I would but feel when, weird being Florence. Yeah, I agree because it is kind of like I'm not saying this was the full intention, but there was reports that there wasn't initially as many sex mm. scenes as there now is in the film. Mm. And I wonder if after... Fa- like, Shia LaBeouf isn't really a sex symbol. Let's just no. say that, right? So following him departing yeah. the film, Harry Styles comes in. She knows that he's a big sex symbol, particularly for teenage girls, yeah. but, you know, for yeah. a lot of people out there. And herself. And herself. <laughs> and she umps the, like, sex appeal in it. She's like, yeah. let's have him doing this. And it's like... That's a weird form of objectification as well. Like, I know. your film shouldn't be about objectifying your cast, no. you know? And also, like, when do we get to the point where, like, yes, it's good to recognize female pleasure. Yeah. Absolutely. But is the best way to do that through film always? I've always thought this because I feel the same about nudity on film. Yes. It's sometimes not right. Like, no. it's, it's still exploitative, I think. Even if you're trying to take it out of, like, a sexualized situation yeah. and it's not. The person that's naked's fault. No. It's the camera lens yeah. and the whole literal we've gone so far from the male gaze, but it's literally what Laura Mulvaney was talking about in the male gaze of cinema. Mm-hmm. This predatory lens that is just there watching this woman as she's unsuspected and walking about and doing I just don't think you can have like a neutral no, I don't. neutral nudity. Because on I a know film. that like as soon as those film like as soon as you have it's particularly female actresses, but I, we're recognizing that this objectification is kind of happening with Harry Styles as well. Absolutely. But as soon as you get, like, a, let's say a female actress naked in a sex scene mm-hmm. on film, fair enough, you might say, like, good for her, female liberation, whatever. But yeah. where do you think that clip's going other than that? Definitely on Pornhub. Like, yep, straight, straight away. Did she really consent to that being, that being done to that? And especially now mm. that we know that there is instances of actors early in their career kind of being forced into nude yeah. scenes and sex scenes otherwise yeah. being told they will will be fired yeah doesn't feel like they're consenting to that no. being or like maybe consent's the wrong word but like it's not it doesn't feel valid you no. know and it I, feels wrong yeah. to me so i don't think that the best way to recognize like female desire is through gratuitous sex scenes that no. appeal to people who are attracted to harry styles yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, if you look at films 
I'm trying to think about films that people think have done it really well. Portrait of like a lady on fire. Yeah. You didn't need to add the lichen, but you know what I mean? (laughs) It wasn't as really a sexualized film. No. But there's a way to do it. There's a way to recognize that. And I think like from, I think Olivia Wilde's projects are good intentions. Mm. I just think the, the issues come up with the limits of her vision of feminism which is very she's an epo baby yeah she's very white very privileged very beautiful also, and I'm... has been fostered in that kind yeah. of world and rewarded for that in the world that she's been mm. brought up in so obviously you're gonna have a very narrow view but i love book smart like That's i'm what not I was saying about to say. yeah. like i think that was a really good <laughs> refreshing way to look at, like new film yeah coming of age like and i think it's not like and also the she departures can't... too extreme yeah but I think that was her wheelhouse mm-hmm. and that's what she's good at. And now she's like, oh, I need to do the series, gritty. Did, 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 I think did, she could have done this because I think it has yeah. like, I don't want to say that it's camp, but it has a sort of campy nature to it. it. Like been. 1950s housewife turned like dystopia. Yeah. I think she, that she could have done that. But I think she maybe lost sight of well. what it should have been and what it should have been about. Yes. Like, do I need, if I'm trying to watch something dystopian, scary... My main focus shouldn't really be about, like, the sexuality. Don't know what the film's going to be like yet. Yeah. But is that the is that really the film for that? Maybe it is. I don't know. But I think the focus was on the wrong thing. The review I've read in The Guardian, they gave it two stars. But, I mean, I will watch it for my own... The f- yeah, I think from the <laughs> Venice Film Festival, well, supposedly it got a four-minute standing ovation, which seems like a long standing ovation, but... I don't want to stand up that, four minutes. Well, I think when Elvis was there last year, that had an 11 minute standing ovation. That's more like the norm. Like it's oh. usually a lot longer. Can they're we they're talk ridiculous. About why do they do this? I don't know. It's just a thing that they do. But um, I know that other films that had premiered there got six minute standing ovations, eight minute standing ovations. People are tired. I know. They want but to sit down. Supposedly, the one ended quickly at Venice Film Festival for Don't Worry Darling because Florence Pugh left. Oh, I did hear about this. So it may have gone on longer, but four minutes is like, for the Venice Film Festival, it's kind of indicating the film's not great. Like, you would worry if you were Olivia Wilde. worry, darling. I would worry, darling. (laughs) I don't like it. I I do not like it. (laughs) Anyway, um, so at this point as well, we're still in um, February. Olivia Wilde, I can't even remember what year is this. 2020, 2021? Let's say 2021. Yeah. Well, whenever it is that Olivia Wilde... Yeah, we are. We're 2021. February 2021. Olivia Wilde. I've got a no assholes policy on set. And do you know what? Everyone was like, great. That seems great. <laughs> so it kind of was given an indication that maybe she had got rid of Shia LaBeouf for being yes. an asshole. And we start to get this more and more. But also in February, we start to get claims from sources that Florence had been unhappy with Olivia Wilde and Harry Styles particularly because they kept disappearing oh this is what i mean okay so this is why the rumors come in that um florence Pugh had to direct some of the scenes not true i don't (laughs) think there would be other people to step in but i think what is the problem is that they would be setting up the shot Mm -hmm. and they couldn't find uh harry styles or olivia wilde yeah that's annoying like i don't think florence Pugh stepped in to no (laughs) direct i'm gonna put that out there no but not being there when the shot is being set up would be so annoying. Yeah. And it says that Florence Pugh was angered by the absences 
And then they wrap filming and Olivia posts a picture of her. And this described it as her hugging Florence, but I wouldn't say it was a hug. It was an arm. <laughs> she had an arm round Florence. <laughs> Couldn't see their faces. Could have been okay. an instant moment of an arm rounder. Yeah. He said, I will forever be grateful for you, Flo. It was an honor to be your captain. Ew, now, how what? angry would you be if you were Florence Pugh and she wasn't <laughs> even there when you were filming? And she said, it was an honor to be your captain. You weren't my captain. Not my captain, my captain. No, not in fact. But so interesting have, again, in the Vanity Fair article, because obviously she's in like damage control yep. now and she's trying to be painted this really serene woman that just loves pottery, but she's a perfectionist. And she's talking about like how in the, the shots that she's in, she's one minute lying on the sun lounger and then the next minute setting up the shot and then like calling cut and then going and running and she's she's got a baby on her hip at one point and she's just this superwoman that's like doing what, it her baby because they're not that young there was talking about having a child on a hip so i feel like has she got a oh, toddler okay. no they're probably young enough to have on a hip yeah that's fair but they're so not it was that all like young. this superwoman she does but it also, all she's directing with a baby on a hip and the really irritating thing about the reporter mm. is that they're saying Oh no! It was maybe it was like the um, it was someone else on the thing. Yeah. Maybe the person that wrote the script. It, it is the person that wrote the script. And it's like, isn't that wonderful? My daughter is going to grow up and know that this is the film I worked on, where this girl boss woman is having her baby on a hip and then she's acting it in it. It's like you're paint you're painting her out like she's done something extremely radical, and in lots of ways she has, but also like. But also, uh-huh. we did have a movement away from this, like she can do it all form of right. feminism you don't have to have a baby on your hip <laughs> and be working no. that's really hard that's really difficult <laughs> yeah. and men don't have to do that no. so why would you have to have a baby exactly. also like but it does fit the um argument as well that florence Pugh was upset because olivia wilde's kids were coming to visit set with mm. jason sudeikis at the beginning before they broke up yeah. yeah which again it makes the timeline a bit murky yeah so and i think i would be upset by that i would be like i yeah. don't feel right being around your kids knowing that you're not turning up to the shots like yeah when it's now it just doesn't scream <laughs> professional oh she made her babies <laughs> yes i do i just oh, hello it's miss flo oh, oh it's flo just can you watch the baby oh harry harry come over here it's very good as well <laughs> wanting to um wanting to look after your kids i respect that <laughs> um but what i will say wait to phrase why it. does she need to have the kid there mm. like they can afford childcare. was it jason's day and he didn't want a parent so he just is like let's go see mummy yeah, but they're, even in the even in the um the Vanity Fair report, despite not being that nice about Jason Sudeikis, mm. she does say he's a good parent and, like, all yeah. the comments on her, like, when... Because I do think this was sexist. People being like, you should be ashamed. Like, you're a terrible <laughs> mum for leaving the kids to be with Harry. But then she uh, says she has split custody with Jason Sudeikis. Yeah. So they literally have 50-50. Yeah. And that he does a good job. And she's like, when he's got the kids, he's got the kids. I'm yeah. happy with that. Yeah. So why couldn't he have the kids while you were filming? What's suspicious? Why did they have to be there? Why do you have to have the kid on your hip? Yeah. No one wants that. I did see a lot of stuff as well about her because Zach Braff is good friends with Jason Sudeikis. If she got the wind of their weird behavior on set and she's like, oh my God, they haven't actually broken up yet, then she would be team Jason. I'm pretty sure at the time, so time they're doing Don't Worry Darling, I don't have an exact timeline, but 
they're filming Ted Lasso, right, which is Jason Sudeikis' yeah. TV show. But I'm pretty sure Zach Braff is either a producer or a director on it and is there all the time. Oh. So he, because if you look on Zach Braff's Instagram, he has pictures with loads of the cast of mm-hmm. Ted Lasso. So he either produces or directs, I can't remember. He's involved. And I, maybe this isn't true, but I swear that Florence Pugh had like, there was a scene cut from Ted Lasso where she's just in the background. I swear that oh, was something I'd seen. Okay. So it seems that they, she would have been around yeah. Jason Sudeikis. Yeah. And like her boyfriend is with him like day to day. Do you think they're coming home and comparing notes? Yeah. And she's like, um, Zach, <laughs> something weird happened today. We couldn't find Olivia. And we also couldn't find yeah. Harry. How's the marriage going? And yeah. he's like, oh, this is not good news. Mm. So I do think that that would have made things very uncomfortable and uncomfortably, like uncomfortable professionally. Because there's a lot of professional relationships going on there. Why couldn't they just wait until after the film had finished shooting? to get together it doesn't make sense or just be more discreet do it in the evening like i don't know (laughs) your evening is your own (laughs) it's weird um so in july 2021 um someone says this is the page six report (laughs) who are these sources because i would love to know but they say i can tell you for a fact that flo seeing olivia and harry all over each other did not go down well as olivia was still with jason sudeikis when she hooked up with harry and then this is where they say that Jason Sudeikis was visiting the set with the two kids while this was mm. ongoing. Don't know if that's true. Um, believe what you think, I guess. <laughs> and then August 20... No, this must be this August. Because this was a couple of weeks ago. Florence Pugh's Harper's Bazaar article comes out. Yeah. Where she says, after Olivia Wilde, as we've just discussed, has gone through this, you know, female sexuality, <laughs> yeah. which is great. Mm-hmm. You know, in its own way. Florence Pugh, in her only real comment on the whole thing, when it's reduced to your sex scenes or to watch the most famous man in the whole world go down on someone, it's not why we do it. It's not why I'm in this industry. Obviously, the nature of hiring the most famous pop star in the world, you're going to have conversations like that. That's just not what I'm going to be discussing because the movie is bigger and better than that. And the people who made it are bigger and better than that. Ooh. Is that her saying, like, she like you should be better than this essentially yeah. to Olivia Wilde like you should Absolutely. be better than reducing me to a one singular sex scene yeah that's okay okay well that's what she said <laughs> um and obviously that's the only thing she's really said yeah it's the only comment she's really given about it. and it's classy isn't it it's very classy um and then we also start to get the Shia LaBeouf nonsense absolute nonsense so I think it was another... It's just this press junket has just been a, mm. a shit show from start to finish. So, again, this was in August. Olivia mentions that she fired LaBeouf. He has a process that, in some way, seemed to require a combative energy. And I don't personally believe that is conductive to the best performances, she said. Creating a safe, trusting environment is the best way to get people to do their best work. Ultimately, my responsibility is to production and to the cast to protect them. That was my job. So she's basically saying, and I think, I, don't, I can't remember if she's elaborated in the Vanity Fair article, but she has said it, that Florence was uncomfortable by this quote-unquote combative energy that Shia LaBeouf was bringing to the role, so she fired him. Which is, uh, which, which is like we'll get into. Female solidarity. But also, I do feel that he did have combative energy. Of course no, yes, he did. <laughs> Just, I is... feel like everyone is forgetting what he's like. Just because yeah. there's text of, like there is also text with him and Florence, where she's like, no, I'm not. 
threatened by you like you don't threaten but also me. if he's a volatile man yeah, you're not what gonna, are you gonna say <laughs> like she's not like i do still but i'm not saying we you'll get into it we obviously know that like this is not how it went down mm-hmm. but i do believe that he will have had a combative energy 100 percent. like it's in like it's kind of who he is as a person yes so i feel like people are forgetting that and being like yes. oh what a bitch she completely lied about this florence yeah. Pugh may have still been uncomfortable a text of her saying to him that he doesn't make her uncomfortable does not it's not real evidence because how many times have women said oh. to men oh no you don't make me uncomfortable when they're trying to um you know diffuse not, a situation yeah, to exactly. get out of it because and i mean i've done it several times yes. throughout growing up and you're just like oh oh yep. default to politeness because i'm worried about like how you're going to take rejection how, you how you're react. going to react to all of this so you just go no. Yeah, no, no and Florence Pugh's never gonna work with this man ever again so it's fine like of course she's not gonna be like actually yeah you really were yeah fucking who annoying. does that not many people <laughs> ca- like have that ability no. to be like oh yeah no actually you've made me quite uncomfortable and she's classy and articulate yeah. so she's not gonna do that yeah. anyway oh continue. anyway two days later mm. Shia LaBeouf contradicts Wilde's claims telling Variety that he wasn't fired but he quit because of the uh, there wasn't sufficient time to rehearse. He also shared a video. Yes. That he says Livy Wilde sent to him. And it's of her face. She's vlogging herself while she's driving, which is... So <laughs> bad. Don't do that, everyone. That is uh, pretty illegal. Don't yeah. do that. Um, so she says, I feel like I'm not ready to give up on this yet. And I too am heartbroken. And I want to figure this out. You know, I think this might be a bit of a wake up call for Miss Flo. And I want to know if you're open to giving this a shot with and me with us. If she really commits, if she really puts her mind and heart into it at this point, and if you guys can make peace, and I respect your point of view, I respect hers, but if you guys can do it, what do you think? Is there hope? Will you let me know? This pisses me off so much with the, <sighs> um, oh, if Florence can commit, commit, because I don't know the exact timeline, but you know the texts that were released between mm-hmm. Shia LaBeouf and Florence. And there's a bit where she's saying, like, I'm really sorry that I couldn't meet with you today. My friend has just died. Oh, my God. And I God. went to a memorial for them. Jesus. Not feeling great, but we can organise a time to meet. And she's still trying to organise. Yeah. Like, I don't think she wasn't making an effort. Her friend had just died. Jesus. Like, I, it's your that, compassionate, I safe working exactly. environment. I don't you know? know what the timeline is. Maybe this happened before. Maybe yeah, Olivia Wilde yeah. didn't know. But it just feels weird that this was when he was trying to organize to meet with Florence. To rehearse, And she yeah. said, I'm really sorry, I can't do this week because of this. Yeah. Just interesting. Very interesting. But it does speak that there is this fight there's a fight that happens she says we can make um if you two can make peace with this which means that she wasn't you know instantly as soon as florence came to her and told that she felt unsafe which is kind of what we've talked about before with our other girl boss series is that it's creating the same kind of toxic environment there's just a woman at the head rather than being a man at the head that like the same abuses go unchallenged unnoticed and they do get away with it because they're like this woman is just wanting to climb to the top in the same way that she's seen all these other men do. And like notoriously, I'm not saying that it's she's terrible forever because no, ab- no. people have been abused on film sets. Yeah. It's like the literal Harvey Weinstein yeah. thing. It's this is the industry. And we talked about Woody Allen as well yeah, last week. Sure. Roman Polanski. Like this is what happens in these environments. Mm. But she didn't I think she's trying to like patch it all up afterwards, but yeah. that's not her instinct. She no. didn't have it doesn't seem like she had a mechanism where she was like Oh yeah, but 
why lie? Why lie and say, if there's a video out there of me saying to you, oh, Hannah, I really like um, when bananas are really green. And then I'm in an interview three, three years later being like, no, I just really love overripe bananas. You would just be like, I've got, I've got the bit like record. You yeah, sent I have me evidence proof. of you and your banana <laughs> hatred. Right. Like I will release it. Yeah, it doesn't make sense. I feel the thing is, and it is a good comparison with like the girl boss series that we did. That like women in these positions do often, like in particular, white women, white oh, straight yeah, women, yeah. Um, have this like armor of feminism. Yeah, because. If they're you there. say any <laughs> valid criticism, yeah. it's like, well, you wouldn't say this against a man. Mm. And I agree, because in a lot of yeah, situations, yeah, you, you wouldn't. wouldn't say it against a man. And yeah. we've recognized that. that We've already mm. stated that. We've had that point of view. And in some ways, yeah, that's terrible. Yeah. But it doesn't make what you're doing right just because people accept it when a man does it. It exactly. just means that it shouldn't be accepted in either circumstance. Like, and that I would have hoped because you are a woman that's faced sexism, yeah. you would change the system and make it a safe place. But the audacity that your that lead Oscar-nominated actor mm-hmm. has felt uncomfortable yeah. at several points during this filming because of the environment you have created and the things you've allowed to go on set. Yeah. Man or woman, that's not okay. But yeah. to then the audacity to come out and be like... Oh, I made sure she got this. Her and Harry got the same amount of money. When there were rumors that Harry was getting paid much more money than her, that it was like female empowerment, female sexuality, and yet the, your lead actor. The only thing she said about it is, "I'm really sad that it's been reduced to my sex scenes." This is not speaking to you've created a good environment. No, you've just girl bossed your way. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> With your boyfriend, <laughs> and now your lead actor is like quietly rebelling, and you don't know how to handle it. Yeah, it's so weird because what also. Is it the variety? I can't remember. There's an article at some point where they it's meant to be an article for the whole cast of Don't Worry Darling, but Florence Pugh doesn't do it. Mm. It's the start of her not doing things. Um, <laughs> and instead, because she's not there, Harry Styles is there to kind of do all the work instead and is basically being like, oh no she's brilliant like Olivia Wilde brilliant like she's the most brilliant woman I've ever known ever seen ever worked with and it's so weird ever slept beside ever woken up to every day (laughs) I need to try and find this because it's so bizarre the way they write it that he is just basically there to pick up the pieces because people are starting to (laughs) suspect it's for a story for Don't Worry worry, Darling in Variety Mm -hmm. Florence Pugh can't be interviewed because she's filming june part two which is where my timothy chalamet link comes in and i will mention in a second Ah, okay um but then it says harry styles is available to answer questions and has plenty of compliments for his director co-star girlfriend's approach to the movie apparently he says she communicated what she was looking for from the cast with both clarity and respect he says over email I think transitioning from acting into directing has made her a director who knows how to get the best out of everyone. Clearly not, because none of the cast are speaking to each other. So it's just, it's so weird that they were like, okay, well, we need to get Harry in to like send an email to like back up his girlfriend. Like, how weird is that? But the, the June link. So I was thinking about June. And I was thinking, how funny would it be if, you know, when the first June film came out mm-hmm. and everyone was so excited for Zendaya in June, there was yes. like, yeah, Zendaya yeah. in June, everyone's ready. We love mm. Timothy Chalamet, but it's Zendaya. Like, yeah. you turn up, you watch June. It's a hell of a long film. <laughs> no one knows what's happening. Where's Zendaya? 
Mm. She's in eight minutes of the film. <gasps> completely, just only in eight minutes of the oh film. Oh my god! All of the like, everyone knew Zendaya was in it. She's in the poster. Everyone knew about <sighs> her when she was filming. It was such a big deal. She was in it. She's in eight minutes. What if Florence Pugh? has a similar style role <laughs> and she's only in eight minutes of June 2 oh but she's declined to turn up oh, for anything amazing. with the excuse of June 2 filming <laughs> she's come with a do- with like a, a note from her mum yeah. and dad being like June 2 oh I'm filming I'm so sorry I can't attend but this is why she couldn't she couldn't she Mom had said to turn I can't up come. <laughs> and this is further to my evidence and we'll have to wait till June 2 comes out to truly know <laughs> but further to this so she, her excuse for turning up late, not doing any of the press at mm-hmm. Venice Film Festival, is she's filming June too. Yeah. So she has to get a flight last minute. She can only turn up literally just to watch it, and then she leaves. Yeah. Who's at Venice Film Festival? <laughs> Who's there the whole day, doing press for his own film, taking questions, saying that he can smell anarchy in the air, societal collapse in the air? Timothy Chalamet, the lead, the of, lead June. of June. <laughs> And Florence Pugh can't. <laughs> now, unless so we get the poster for June 2 oh and she's God. literally at the head of the poster and we can be like, oh yeah. I'm begging. I just really hope that it turns out she has a Zendaya style role of eight minutes long. <laughs> and she used it as an excuse. And this means this drama could continue for another two years oh my or God, an et- yeah. until June 2 actually comes out. And it means I will have to sit through June 2 just to see just to see how this drama will unfold now fair enough she might be the main character and be in it loads of it yeah but i hope what are the chances it's like a small cameo appearance i really think it should be it should be at this rate yeah. it's so funny to me that timothy chalamet was there <laughs> and no one's really and i know she might dots. be like filming scenes that he's not in yeah but, but he is the main the character lead and he can get away from filming it and she can't get away for the whole day she has to yeah. come like last minute and then leave immediately unbelievable anyway continue with the rest of it that was my tim and chalamet link <laughs> no it's great because it leads us nicely on to venice because mm. like you said they're all on a panel uh she is noticeably absent and all people are asking the cast where's florence where's florence Olivia Wilde Florence is a force. <laughs> we are so grateful she's able to make it tonight despite being the production on June. I know as a director how disruptive it, disruptive it is to lose an actor even for a day. So I'm very grateful for her and the the director. We're really thrilled we'll get to celebrate her work tonight. I can't say enough how honored I am to have her as our lead. She's amazing in the film. <laughs> and then it's just she's just can't help herself. And as for the endless tabloid gossip and all the noise out there, I mean, the internet feeds itself. I don't feel the need to contribute. I think it's it's sufficiently well-nourished. And then the same reporter attempted to ask about Shia LaBeouf. The moderator blocked the question and said, I think this question has been answered when she talked about this on the internet. They wouldn't allow any other questions about it after that either. Like they Which just, is they They weren't so allowed to ask anything else related to yeah anything like that which in one respect i get because it should really just be questions about the film but like what are you expecting if there's truly no drama you would just be like no that didn't happen that didn't happen but this is overkill and she doesn't have the kind of it's just too much and i think a lot of the times in what she says like with the girl bossy Mm. stuff she is it's too much for me and being like over the top like well i'm 
a woman. So, the, 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 yeah. but it, it felt like that being but like you're also Florence a is a privileged woman. Yeah, worth recognizing. What I also want to mention is how Chris Pine was clearly on drugs. And <laughs> allegedly, no, not clearly. No, definitely not clearly on drugs. He may allegedly. have been um, high off his mind. Like I don't know what was happening to that <laughs> man. Um, coastal grandma has discovered ayahuasca. Yeah, it's it was giving that vibe. May you know maybe that's just what he's like. Maybe that's maybe. just what he's like. But. What whatever was going on with him is what I want for life. <laughs> like that was a vibe, and I love it. And also does look like me. He does. Yeah, that is what I look like. The one where people are talking about, it looks like just zonked out of his mind. Yep. Um, but he's got the hair pushed back mm-hmm. and the translator headphones on, and he's just staring. It's like side on yep. staring in space. It is Hannah. That is what I look like most of the time. I think you should just change all your profile pictures on to social that. media. I've to been that. tempted just to that picture. <laughs> I have. I do feel it looks like me. And then on the topic of Chris Pine, um, because he clearly was either in a silly, goofy mood or, you know, <laughs> had taken a substance, which we'll never know. Um, because of this, what appears to happen is when they sit down to watch the film, mm-hmm. he, silly, goofy mood, looks down, can't see his glasses, and they <laughs> appear to have slipped into his groin region. <laughs> And then he finds them and like laughs for himself because he's, you know, in a silly, goofy mood. <laughs> That's what we think potentially happened. Uh-huh. But what everyone saw happen. <laughs> what did everyone see happen? That uh, Harry Styles spat at Chris Pine as he sat down. Or he called Olivia Wilde a bitch. One or the other. <laughs> there could be no other opportunity. What would you like to have happened the most? Spitting on Chris Pine. Yeah, I don't really... The bitch thing, I don't think is plausible. I yeah. hope that he spat on Chris Pine, but as, like, Louis Capaldi said, in a sexual way. Yes, and absolutely. The, have you seen this? Look? <laughs> yeah. And he's like... And Chris Pine's just like, I can't believe he's done this in public. In public yeah. <laughs> That's what I hope happened the yeah. most. Like, I hope, that, I hope they're happy. So I hope like, they've got something going on. Not out here, mister. Yeah, this is for the bedroom <laughs> where we do this sort of thing. But likely what happened is... Chris Pine, as we have said, silly, goofy mood. Zoinked out of his brain. Potentially. Or just being silly, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe he's bored. Maybe he's yeah. so bored. He had a... I've done it. Where, or like, you're so tired. Yeah. I think he looked tired. And you... I walk into door frames it's and I start laughing at myself. Like, it's a whole day of trying to evade questions. I know. Or it's like, tiring. people forget that you're there and that you don't really... You're not... You know that everyone's asking questions, but it's not really about the film that you probably don't even care about that much anymore. I know. And didn't really want to be a part of. And also, he was so much happier when he did the press for that film he was in. Last month, the Dungeons and Dragons one. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, where he was. he was barefoot. Yeah, he was just barefoot all the time. Oh. I feel bad for him. I feel like we've killed his joy. Or do you know who did? Who? Olivia Wilde. Oh, my God. I just feel like he's about to go into his emo era. No, I want him to be Coastal Grandma. Forever. Also, Forever. fun fact, just I feel we've mentioned this before, where me, Chris Pine, Holly are all <laughs> alumni of the same school. <laughs> uh, or university. <laughs> just so you know. Um... <laughs> that's just a fun little link up isn't it but like Chris Pine's publicist had to release a <laughs> it's such a funny because right just I'll let Holly read the statement in a second but like based on if you've seen the pictures of Chris Pine if you've seen him when this happens he's being so silly like he's yeah. just, it's just funny and then how serious this response is <laughs> is so funny to me do you have it yeah yeah so, so funny <laughs> a representative for Pine said 
This is a ridiculous story, a complete fabrication and the result of an odd online illusion that is clearly deceiving and allows for foolish speculation. Just to be clear, Harry Styles did not spit on Chris Pine. There is nothing but respect for these between these two men, and any suggestion otherwise is a blatant attempt to create drama that simply does not exist. It's so serious. It's like, so dramatic. Who is his publicist? <laughs> like, why are they this serious? It's so bizarre. They and are then sick of the shit. Harry Styles goes on stage like the next day at Madison Square Garden or something, and is like, "Sorry, I had to just pop out to Venice to spit on Chris Pine," which is <laughs> a much funnier funny. response. I yeah. can't give him that. That's very funny. <laughs> yeah. Um. And then the only thing I think we've had since then is that Olivia maintained the whole thing in the Vanity Fair interview mm. about protecting Florence. She refers yeah. to herself as being like a mother wolf. Oh, at one point. I would be, I would be ill. This is what yeah. I mean about her being too much in the language she uses is just yeah. like patronizing because it's just like, shut up. She's a twenty-six-year-old woman. Don't be like, I had to baby her and take her out of the danger situation. Yeah, exactly. Baby. She they- does. She's, she's patronizing her. She's Miss Flo. Miss Flo, this mama wolf. Like, Ugh. no. And so she says all that, to which Shia LaBeouf once again responds and just says, it is what it is. Every blessing to her and her film, which immediately, like, again, don't really support Shia Well, don't at all support Shia LaBeouf, but that's how you are more believable in a situation yeah. like this, by being like, well... It is what it is. I've put yeah. out all the information that says what she's saying is not true. Yeah. She's going to continue not to, like, to just yeah. say her yeah. own side of the story. Um, and the Vanity Fair report came out with some things about, you know, her and Jason Sudeikis and when he mm. served her the... Um, yeah, papers. He served her papers when she was doing a public speech. She's continuing to maintain that this was his own maliciousness that he organized this is what this. he's like this is what he's like is, is essentially what she's yeah. saying he maintains that he didn't know that would happen what do you think i don't know like she, she makes a good point in the vanity fair article mm. where she says she knows the amount of effort it would have taken to get to where she was good point because this but, woman was on the front i didn't know that the, i knew she was on stage yeah but i didn't know it's like a panel i thought it was at harry styles concert for some reason i don't know why <laughs> that, that. would have been even weird she's on stage <laughs> at the harry styles concert dancing and this woman yeah, just like hands her a paper envelope life. but she's on a panel talking about i don't know women in film yeah and this person comes up to it and says are you olivia well and she's like yes and she, but she's in the middle of a speech. It doesn't. I don't know why she. Yeah, it doesn't make sense. So it, on the one side, when she said that, and then she says that she thinks it's like something that will have had to be like cultivated for yeah. a long time, and she says this is. I can't remember her exact words, but she's like, "This is the experience I had in this relationship, and mm. it matches this experience." Right. So from her saying that, I was like, mm, "Yeah, there, there's some value." Like, because she's yeah, I've got it. She says she wasn't shocked by it. Um, there's a reason I didn't stay in that relationship. Mm. Unfortunately, that was consistent with my experience in the relationship. But like, what was your experience in the relationship that led you to not be shocked by being served on stage? You know, like right? that's weird. But anyway, I, you know, from that, that seemed like quite good evidence for her. Yeah. But then what he, like, I've seen a lot of people. I don't really know how serving really works, but I've seen a lot of people say who've worked in this saying mm-hmm. like, there's no way that would happen like that unless they have not been able to get you anywhere else. Okay. Like, so she, like, essentially you've been evading them. So, and this is, like, 
I don't know if that's true, but it's what I've seen reported from people who've worked she's in this just sort running of. Away. Yeah, she sees any brown envelope. Or she's just <laughs> never like in her house. Right, right, she's right. She's always right. with Harry. I mean, they couldn't <gasps> find her on the set of her own film. So, like, how's <laughs> she's good at hiding? She's that good at hiding. Maybe she's just treating life as a massive hide and go seek. So, but <laughs> yeah. then I think this is really important. She says at the end of this whole thing that she's saying that, and if I think this is probably true, um, if if that experience hadn't been public, I never would have spoken of it because I never would want my kids to know that happened. Unfortunately, they will know that happened. Well, I think that's the most yeah. important thing. I bet yeah. no, I just think, I want to think the best of everyone in that yeah, situation. Absolutely. I hope that he didn't know and I suspect he mm. didn't know it would happen that way. Yeah. But e- even so, it shouldn't have happened so publicly. And no, it is a no, shame no. that now, like, basically the kids at some point are going to find out, oh yeah, our parents hated each other. But that's yeah. not the only information that's out there. Like, what about when they find out all the stuff? <laughs> it's like, oh, oh, all that speculation that mummy had an affair oh. while she was filming that film that we went to the set to and we oh, were running around and she was, in. here, oh, look at that picture of like mum holding me on her hip. Oh, yeah. that's where she left dad. Like, that, yeah. you know, I don't know. It's a complex situation, isn't it? I want to end with what she says about Harry Styles. Oh, I'd love this to hear. Because it really, I, mm, I hated it. The fact that Styles is an outspoken feminist and cuts a dashing figure in gender-neutral fashion came in handy too. There's a scene in Darling that pays homage to the apartment with Styles doing his best Jack Lemon in the kitchen and struggling to prepare dinner in a ruffled apron. Harry and I had a conversation about that apron, Wilde says. I bought it to him and said, what do you think about wearing this? He said, yeah, great. Why? I said, it's a practical thing to wipe your hands on. And it's also sending a message that this man isn't insecure about his masculinity and he's making himself equivalent to his wife. Wearing an apron was not an issue for Harry Styles, to say the least. But it doesn't matter. Oh, this like, man is a feminist. <laughs> it doesn't matter if it's an issue to Harry Styles or not. <laughs> Why? You're directing a film. Does it matter if Harry Styles will wear the oh, apron? Harry, just... Is this a step too far? Yeah. You're you wearing a dress, but you won't wear He's contractually obliged to put that apron on. He's putting the apron on. But it's like this thing. Do, uh, they can't help but just start clapping their hands when this man does anything. I think that's the thing that annoys me is that, like, I, you know, I think he's very talented. I don't, I don't think this is about him. But what I will say is that she's always going on about how incredible he's been throughout this whole process. Yeah. But there's however many other people who worked on this film and did I everything. Love, I love this movie because it just feels like like a like movie. A movie. <laughs> and if you think about like when there's a poster that Florence Pugh has done where she's yeah. talked about, when she spoke about rapping on filming, she was thanking everyone that had worked on it, like all the crew. Yep. Because yeah. the crew, like if you, this was just when lockdowns, like the lockdowns yeah, were yeah, still yeah. going on. It was like midway through a pandemic. 2020. And she was like thanking them yeah. for what they had done. The COVID measures they yeah. put in place. Yeah, kept them safe. And all we hear from Olivia Wilde is, oh, it's so great that Harry's a yeah. feminist. Well, it's not. It's the bare minimum, Olivia. It doesn't minimum. really affect my life and my rights if no. Harry Styles wears an apron. It's not really <laughs> doing much to me. Like, it doesn't do anything. Surprisingly. It's not... <laughs> it's not the radical statement you think it is. It truly isn't. Yeah. What, how am I impacted positively or negatively by that? Well, you should be, because um, he's a feminist, Hannah. That's right. He's solving women's issues. I just don't think it's like a, you know... <laughs> I don't think that it's a high expectation for me to expect <laughs> all people in the world to want everyone to have equal, yeah. like, footing in any situation. Yeah. I don't, you know, I don't think that's bizarre that I don't want, mm-hmm. you know, 
I expect of everyone mm-hmm. to want people to be equal. <laughs> I don't think that's weird. No. So I find it so weird when people get praised for believing that. Yeah. Because why do you get praised for that? Exactly. That's literally the bare minimum of living. Yeah. Is not thinking you're better than other people mm-hmm. just because you were born a certain way. But for it to be an anecdote that she's included yeah. in this redemption I'm, I'm press sorry, that's junket. not feminism. Like, putting an no. apron on it isn't feminism. That's, no! What does she think that Get back in the kitchen, do? darling. Like, people... That's the title. <laughs> Get back in the kitchen, darling. Like, just, I don't know. I, I do feel, I think to conclude this essay, <laughs> I think that some of the treatment has been sexist. I yes. do think that there is a big level of the way people have responded is quite uncomfortable. Yeah. And I think a lot of the times people are focusing on the wrong things. Yeah. But I think that she deserves valid criticism. Yeah. And there is valid criticism to be made. And she doesn't get an excuse of that sexist to every <laughs> bit of valid criticism, you know? It's Leah Michelle saying, why are you all laughing and making up that I can't read? It's, it's sexist. sexist. <laughs> Not everything sexist. We can't say everything sexist. Just because Sometimes you're wrong. <laughs> we're just wrong. That's the thing. Yeah. Sometimes, sometimes we're wrong. Sometimes we've made bad calls. We've we've we don't want to admit that maybe that imposition of hiring my about to be boyfriend it's leaded my film made people uncomfortable and it and hasn't maybe paid the focus off. Focus on when I'm trying to advertise this film purely focusing on the sexual element maybe wasn't the right vibe because that in itself (sighs) seems to have made florence Pugh uncomfortable as well yeah and if our main priority is not making florence Pugh uncomfortable which it seems to be Mm. because she's mother wolf or whatever then well it seems she failed it's do you know what and this is purely speculation but it's giving me vibes of you've overheard somebody having sex and Mm. you didn't want to overhear somebody having sex and now you can't really look at them differently because you're like, all I can hear is that now. What, as in from Florence Pugh's point of view? Yeah. Yeah. And she doesn't like it and she doesn't want it. And because, you know, good f- friends, Jason Sudeikis, blah, blah, yeah. blah, blah, doesn't think it's right. So now she just doesn't like her. And Olivia Wilde is like, Mama Bear, hello, come here, let me protect you. And it's like, she doesn't like you. And I think that's as far <laughs> that's as it fine. is. On Florence Pugh's point of view, I yeah. think it's that's it. She just doesn't like her. And she doesn't Might agree wrong, with what happened. But I think she doesn't like her. She doesn't agree what, what, with what happened. Yeah. But she was willing to be professional. She was willing yes. to turn up for things. And then things got blown out of proportion. Yeah. I think Florence Pugh was just not going to speak on it and be yeah. like, yeah, move did on. the film, we can move on. I've got other things about in June? the pipeline. I think she was also probably annoyed that like she was not getting much credit in this film and it was all going right, to Harry so, Styles, yeah. which is valid. But I think at the end of the day, she probably just didn't like her. And maybe, because Olivia Wilde says in this Vanity Fair interview of how much of a perfectionist she is, <laughs> maybe she's so much of a perfectionist that she can't handle someone not liking her. And that's fair, but sometimes yeah. you just gotta stop yeah just stop olivia so i would say i'm indifferent to olivia wilde yeah i think that's that's a good conclusion i don't think that she should never work again oh no <laughs> um but i also think that she deserves criticism where it's valid and it is valid and maybe we should just learn that directors aren't good people generally doesn't seem to be no as soon as you become a director do you become a bad person just must go all to it's your like head. you feel like, like my your god. world 
I am the god of I, this world. Essentially, you yeah. it's a god complex. You're like playing with little toys, but they're real. We've got to the bottom of it, guys. Um, <laughs> please let us know your thoughts, because I would be interested. I know some people are going to have a strong opinion. Yeah. Either way, some people are going to be like, it is sexist. Some people are going to say, do you know what? She deserves it. Yeah. I'd love to hear all points of view. Absolutely. But at this point in time, I just feel indifferent. But I love the drama. I love the drama, Mick. I love drama, Mick. Anyway, thank you so much for listening once again. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.